Hello there. It's showtime, Mr. Funny Bones. With your hosts, Tyler Kane and Alex Lyshow, this is Two Clowns and a Goat. We are back. Hey, boy. <laughs> What's going on? Not much, dude. Uh, this is... I think we need these every now and then. We need the goatless podcast to I get back agree. on track. It's kind of just like we touch base, we return to our roots, and we're back. Yes, yes. Because I think we've had like one every single episode for like the past four or five episodes, it seems like. It's been so, a lot. Yeah, dude. It's it been has. a lot. So it's, it's good to get back to where it all began. Just <laughs> you and me, two lovers. Podcasting. The only thing we're missing is sitting inside a car with no AC in front of a Chick-fil-A. Dude. I can't believe that's where we started. <laughs> I don't know. I was Can, thinking about that earlier. Dude, that's like this is like our uh, coming to age story. Like, yeah, we used to do this in a car. I, we were poor, and now we have thirty <laughs> listeners an episode. We're huge. <laughs> I was. Crazy. I don't know why these videos popped up, but so two videos popped up yesterday. One was about uh, what's his name, Steve Harvey. And oh, how yeah. his whole motivational thing, you know, he was Dude, about to watch those. Did you really? watch those? They popped up randomly on mine, too. I don't know what that was, but him and then The Rocks all popped up on the same day. And so I watched those, and I was like, all right, yeah, that's going to be our story. Except we're not really super broke and desperate. But Dude, that Steve Harvey story was insane. It was. I heard it four times when I went to watch your Family Feud recording. <laughs> <laughs> so I already saw it, and it was it was much easier to listen to on the YouTube video, though. I'll say that. Yeah, 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 dude. I, I, I can't even think about that day. It just still, it still hurts me that we didn't make it on. It, just it how we got me. snubbed, dude. I, because I wish I, I sat next to this super cute girl who was in Harvard Law School, and we talked no the whole way. time. And then I didn't like nothing happened from it, and I just. A choke, a choke hardcore. That's how I try to blot that day out. Is because of that specifically, dude. It was just a bad day all around. You blew it with Harvard Law girl. I mean, dude, who knows where that could be right now? Right? Did you talk to her? What do you mean, did I talk to her? Like, did you say stuff to her? Like the entire time, there was literally nothing else to do because in between when the shows were actually yeah. like, going on, it was so boring. And I remember absolutely nothing about the shows. Like looking back on it, but. I remember him talking forever in between the shows. And I remember talking to Harvard Law Girl. Oh, did you ever get her number? No. I don't even remember her name. There are a few things I remember about that day. One of which is us getting denied and not getting on the show, which was so sad. <laughs> so sad. But the other was there was a family that got on the show, and they won like four or five games in a row. And this one guy, I'll never forget it, dude. He was wearing this velvet suit. Oh, that's probably why I won. His name was Tao. T-A-O. And his brother was this, like, chunky guy. And they called him Young Sausage. (laughs) (laughs) I think I named my fantasy team Young Sausage, like, uh, sophomore year of college after I, him. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I, you name. I didn't have no, no idea where it came from. That was what it was from, dude. <laughs> and they won, you know, they probably won, I don't know, $50,000 that day. And they were incredible. Did, that, that's all I remember. Did you guys have, did you say that you had nicknames? So we made, I, no, we didn't say we had nicknames, but we made a big mistake probably putting 
my mom as like the lead. I think Brienne should have been the lead. Probably would have been a smart move. I think Brienne should have been the lead. I think I should have been right next to her. My mom in the middle. Nick at the very end. And then my dad and Nick at the end. I think that's what it should have been, but it was my mom and she 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 wasn't horrible, but she wasn't like I think Brienne would have killed it. Like she would have been funny. Over the top. Over the top. My mom was just yeah. Yeah. It was whatever. It was whatever. I haven't thought about that day in a long time. You brought that up, you chump. <laughs> Sorry, my fault. Um, okay, how's my audio quality? Can you hear nature in the background? Um, let's listen. I can. You can? Okay. I hear some birds. If it gets too loud, let me know. I just don't want to record inside. I it think feels... it's nice, dude. It's a nice ambiance. Wait, you're outside right now? <laughs> I am outside right now. <laughs> no way, dude. Is this a like, podcast first? If I go downstairs, now they have their dogs downstairs and they bark. And that's just going to get awkward. Like when we were <laughs> recording with Fields and that dog started barking. I was yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I like I it. Dude. Upstairs, everyone's around me. It's going to be, hey, what are you doing? I'm trying to podcast. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So I'm south side. I, I like it. And it reminds me of this idea I've been having for probably the last year, which is I think it's a show on YouTube or whatever. <clears throat> where every day you're in a new location and you set up a little mini studio outside. You could even travel the world. So you go to Spain, you find a cool little like city center, people walking by in the background. You pull up a mic close to your face and you just video like a, like a 30, 40 minute show in the middle of a market or like in a beautiful field in Ireland or something. I don't know. It's not a bad idea. Maybe, I mean, we'll, we'll take this thing to new heights. That's what we'll, whenever we are fully funded by, all the many sponsors that love us we'll just start doing that yes. in random places and then we'll finally get yes. our random goat idea off the street <laughs> dude i really think that could work it could work too. i really still think it could work just pulling random people off the street and interviewing them it'd be like howard stern or joe rogan just with random people yeah it'd be great and, and like the whole audience gets to watch you have to build a rapport with this random person i think it'd be fascinating I think it'd be fun uh, especially it would be fun. like like we set up in the middle, like just say like middle of Tate Plaza. Dude, yeah. could you imagine if we got one of those Satanist people? Like, oh my gosh, dude, that would be great. When's the last oh, time you talked to you one of them? Some crazies, dude. Oh my gosh, and you just need one video to blow up, and people would just come back and watch. Yeah, you can click that so hard. Interview with a Satanist. Who wouldn't want to? Watch yeah, that? dude, that's a really good idea. <laughs> Minus the Satanist. Part, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. There's a there's a free zoo up here, and I think it'd be good to like kind of set up, and you interview one of the animals. I like it. Continue. Uh, <laughs> That's what, it. That's all I've got. What kind of like is it an actual zoo or is it like oh this zoo's free here? There's some squirrels over there and no, dude, this zoo. So some guy died like in 1950s, 1960s, and. He basically put all of his money – he was a millionaire. He put all of his money in some sort of fund that has just supported this free Madison Zoo. Dude, it's amazing. What the heck? That's you great. walk in. The gates are wide open. You just stroll in. It's kind of like a little park, and uh, there's employees there like serving pretzels and like nachos and stuff, and there's lions, tigers, so it's, penguins, it's a, like a camels, giraffes. Dude, it's a great zoo. It's probably my favorite zoo I've ever been to. That's so cool. 
I've, I've only been to like one yeah, gym, dude. but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that yeah. one's free. It's way better. It, it's amazing, dude. It's a really – I've been twice. I went once with Amon and once with my family. Both times were amazing. So, yeah. Uh, okay, so I was talking to Arnav about this yesterday. This is unrelated to anything we've talked about so far. Uh, how cool would it be to have Prohibition back? Interesting. Let me interrupt you real okay. fast because I forgot to do this at the beginning. I got to give you your word. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? <laughs> do I get to know or are you going to text it to me? No, I'm going to tell you the word right now. Okay. I'm not going to give you a definition, and you have to put it in somewhere into this episode. If I don't know what it means, do I have to look it up, or can I just randomly use it in any sort of – You could do whatever you need I'm to do. I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to use it. The word is bumfuzzle. Ooh. B-U-M-F-U-Z-Z-L-E. Okay. Oh, that's all we're going to say. It out. Two Zs? Yep. Bumfuzzle. Oh. I'll be listening. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> if we brought prohibition back – Ah, oh, dude. I mean, we'd get – you get speakeasies again, which would be wild and very fun. That's what I said. You'd get, you'd get secret bookcases in clubs and you could dude, walk back. Exactly. And... Like, so this – my thoughts, because I don't even drink alcohol, but look at all the yeah. cool things that Prohibition gave us. You got the mafia. You got all these cool stories about Ooh. speakeasies and secret passageways and code yeah. words. But so I was reading this article. Have you ever heard this guy named Izzy, uh, Izzy Einstein? No. Who's that? So he was a prohibition agent. Uh, I think it was like the ATF or whoever it is that enforced it. But he was so good at finding alcohol and arresting people that like, he had his picture up in all these different bars all over the country. So people would know not to let this guy in or not to give him anything. No And way. so this guy, he's 5'5", 250. And he became a master of disguise. <laughs> he spoke six languages, like Italian, Portuguese, German, Hungarian, all this stuff. So he would go around like to all these like popular cities and just be like some sort of immigrant and just get into these bars and just to, like arrest people left and right. And so, dude, that's pretty yeah, sick. So he had this thing where he said he could find liquor in any city in under thirty minutes. And so they tested him. It took him. 21 minutes in Chicago, 17 in Atlanta, 11 in Pittsburgh. But he set the record in New Orleans when he got from the airport or wherever it was to the taxi and asked the taxi driver how to get a drink. And the taxi driver handed him one in 35 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's just great. How could you not want those stories? Dude, that's classic. Firstly, classic Nola. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> the taxi driver was drinking in the cab. But dude, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, it's something super adventurous. I think. Like, can you imagine the date possibilities? Oh man. Like, hey, let's go to a speakeasy. You know, let's go sneak in somewhere kind of illegal and risque. It'd be fun. When uh, I had that movie, film, literature, whatever class, uh, I like, I had no idea, but jazz was like brought up from the speakeasies like uh really? no one really liked going in like the black neighborhoods and so like they were pretty kind of free reign so alcohol was still yeah. there and like the only music they played there was jazz because that was their music and so like it actually got popular that way interesting so, dude look what he gave us jazz I, I wonder if 
I wonder if taking away all the alcohol would have like a similar Chick-fil-A effect. Mm. Like because you can't have it on Sundays, it's even better. I wonder if you take away all the alcohol, people would go even crazier than they do like now. Setting up black crime rings and killing people and getting really rich off it. Yes. Yeah. I think I can see that happening. Yeah, like I mean it it, it would be crazy. You'd get new gangs. I think I Imagine social media, dude. Imagine oh, social dude. media. Like, especially with all the technology we have today, like how much more creative people could get. Dude, there's at the movie theater. There's these little um, like pouring spouts that you can attach to like liquor bottles now, and it has like a microchip in it, and it measures the exact amount of the pour and how much that pour costs you. <laughs> So you, like they're tracking. That's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, and, and it can the spout can tell what kind of alcohol it is just from the chip, like just from it passing over the chip or something. So it gives you a, a, a exact detail of cost per each pour. It's wild, <laughs> but you get you get weird stuff like this, like alcohol tracker. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. It'd be, It'd crazy. be crazy. I agree. I wonder if more people would turn to drugs also. There would be such a huge social effect from this. And yeah. people would probably literally riot like now. Oh my gosh, dude. The, the, it would be insane. Yeah. The outcry, oh, yeah. the social media outcry. It's not possible in today's world. Like, you know how people would go insane. Whatever, like, oh gosh, like whether it was the abortion law and then all these movie companies are like, we're pulling out of Georgia or whatever. Right. Like, People would be like, all right, yeah, we're moving out of the U.S. I can seriously see that. Going to Canada. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, oh, dude. Canada would turn into like a hot oh, spot, yeah. like vacation or Mexico, and you go get your tequila down there. You go get your rum in Cuba. It de- I think it boosts tourism <laughs> everywhere oh, probably else. Would. Probably would. There's a lot of people going to Puerto Rico. I think weed consumption would skyrocket. Probably. You got, you got to supplement it. If you make it a little harder to get alcohol – Weed would just take like it's already taken over, but it would go even crazier. Yeah, I think so too. Um, what would college towns do? Oh my gosh, dude, they'd be dead. The like, I, I couldn't even imagine how many people would because you know, like people would just find a way to get it in there. They'd find a way to get it in there, and it would just yes. be left and right Friday, Saturday night. All right, like three thousand people got arrested. What do we do? I think everyone would turn into like a weed bar, just marijuana. That, that's what the I would think. Would explode. Oh yeah, the vapes too. Um, so kind of spinning off this 1920s speakeasy, classy vibe type deal here. I've been thinking a lot today about our monocle idea. <laughs> okay, I forgot about it until you just mentioned it, and I'm really ashamed right now. Yeah. So yesterday we talked about. For our listeners, we talked about starting a monocle business, and I have three names um, that I'm going to run by you right now. You tell me what you think. None of them are great, but this is what I have so far. The first one is I Spy. Second one is Univision. Okay. Third one is Iris. Ooh. That's the women's line right there. Is Iris a women's brand? It sounds like it. I don't know. Ooh, I see what you're saying. It, it sounds like it would be a women's brand. Because it looks like some sort of Egyptian goddess, I think. I don't know. 
I think you're right. Uh, would there... I, do girls wear monocles? Well, once, <laughs> now that I think once, about it. I'm telling you, once we get Drake wearing one, everyone's wearing one. Okay, see, I got to stop you there because I don't think Drake is the move. You don't think Drake's the move? I think Snoop Dogg is the move. Snoop's the move? He, dude, he's a businessman. He's a leader of industry. He's a titan. I, he's a trendsetter. This is going to sound – this is a stupid question. I just actually don't know. Does he still make music? Who, Snoop? Yeah. The, the only thing I've seen him <laughs> he goes know. and he records those really funny – like voiceovers for the nature documentaries. Yes. Those are and that's like the best thing I've ever seen from him. Uh, he does, he does do celebrity roasts with Jeff Ross. Okay. He also okay. still has the Martha Stewart show, which is the best pairing in American culture history. Okay. So, but you get him to wear it. I think it sweeps the I, nation. I'm getting on board with this. So let's get Snoop. All right. We'll spin off idea. We'll take his nature documentary thing and film our own nature documentary and that way he has complete control over what the voiceover is what's going on in the action okay he's okay. narrating the whole thing kind of like uh john oliver like you he's sitting in a desk you got the screen next yeah. to him stuff's playing on the screen you see the little animals doing whatever he's sitting there top hat monocle cane leaning against the desk maybe a joint maybe a joint roll yes yes probably sitting in the top hat you just reach up and grab it whenever he needs it <laughs> It's just uh, yeah. burning on the oh, brim. No. Or that's, a, that's what the tip of the cane is. So he just picks the cane up and oh, puts it back down. Oh, gosh. Dude, I think he would see eye to eye with this plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is great. Um, I think we'll just Michael Scott this thing. We'll start we'll, – we'll, okay. we'll say we'll start with Univision. And when okay. we crash and burn with that, we restart Iris. If that okay. goes south – Got another backup plan. Forgot what the other one was. I, I spy. Yeah. I spy. The only problem I see with that is if we run into copyrights with the whole children's book thing. Um, that's but true. we could just be but EYE. That, that's <laughs> how I have it written down. EYE. I think you could get around it there. I, the thing with I spy, here's the, here's the positive with naming this thing I okay. spy. You, if we're really targeting the rappers, if we really want to get this going in the rap business to start this yes. thing. That is so rhymable in a rap. Like, there's already that song, I Spy With My Little Eye. Like, it's, I didn't know that. it's rappable. It is rappable. So, they could start writing music for this. I don't know. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know, dude. I'm spitballing here. We have so many good business ideas on this podcast. I, I know. I know. There's been two good ones already today. <laughs> With our traveling talk show in the middle of a courtyard deal. Maybe we could just give that to Snoop. And just let him talk about whatever he wants to talk about monocle Gosh, are you a Let's combine everything. This is what I've been thinking about at work today. <laughs> like, I'm thinking about the real questions. How are we going to get our fake monocle business into the masses? Yes. Make it a real monocle business. Um, yeah. I-, I guess, does a monocle actually help you see? That's the one thing I I'm think. Not if, sure about. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I think so. Okay, I wasn't sure. Well, I I don't know like if it's short sighted. Like if you need reading glasses, like you could hold up a monocle and like read your watch. Like I don't know why you'd only want one. So I was thinking about that. Um, have you seen? All right, so we'll have different styles. We'll have classic monocle, which is what okay. you picture when you picture a monocle. Um, yes. We can do the half moon monocle, 
which I think, you know, could really take off, you know, kind of like a a little under sunglass. I don't know. Uh, But when you picture the future, like, I mean, I don't even, I can't think of a specific example, but you've seen those video games where like the soldier will pull, pull down something off the side of his head. And it's just one sort of screen vision thing over one right eye while he's looking around. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just get like, I, I think a Christmas set could take off. We'll get some earmuffs and just got the attached monocle. Just flick it down over your eye and, kind of like cyborg like uh, it's kind of like google glass yeah, yeah yeah i think that would really take off for the kids i'm in dude see you're way ahead of the industry here you gotta... you're, you're taking something that was in like the 1860s whatever you probably even earlier you've now just put it in the 2050s dude yes, yes i'm steve jobs and monocles uh Dude, <laughs> you should change your Twitter bio. Oh, you're Steve right. Steve Jobs of Monocles. We're 100%. I, I, have you seen how I've updated the Twitter bio, by the way? No, what you changed? I don't it to? remember. I know I changed it. I actually can't remember what I changed it to. Let me see. Uh, what, are the, what are the glasses that are like also like sunglasses when you go outside? It's not bifocals. I, no, no. <laughs> Is there a name for those? Yeah, Amon has them. Like, Inside, they're just normal glasses, but when he walks outside, they turn black. I think it starts with an R. Oh, here we go. Oh. Uh, transitions. transitions. That's not an R, but... Uh, okay. I think we should make a transition monocle. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and we should figure out the technology to like, make it change to whatever color you want. Kind of like those... Have you seen those? Like, oh, uh, I have a keychain. It's, like, it's one color, and then it exposes the sunlight, and it changes color. Like, we should pick what color okay. we want it to change to. Samuel Jackson's 100% wearing a purple monocle like it's happening. <laughs> yeah. um, I didn't change the Twitter bio. I swear I did. It's still the same. We're still the official Twitter. What, the two clowns Yeah, yeah we're still the official Twitter of Jay Cutler. Um, what, are you, what are you going to change? I don't to? know. We're going to throw something about monocles, though. I swear I thought of something stupid okay. to put in there. I guess not. Dude, TC, I'm looking at her Twitter account, and I see that picture of that guy with the great shirt. <laughs> Which reminds me, dude, I have another idea. Okay. All right, so listen to this story. I heard this story a couple days ago, and this builds into the idea. There was a – I was told a story by one of my friends. He goes, back in like early high school, ninth, 10th grade, I went to this camp at the beach. Okay. And there was this guy there. He was the coolest guy I've ever seen. He was a senior at the time. He dated the cutest girl. He was quarterback, you know, whatever. And – he goes, I went up to him because I just wanted to go talk to him because he was so cool. And he was wearing this watch, and it was a really nice watch. And he goes, hey, whatever his name is, let's call him Brad. Hey, Brad, I like that watch a lot. And Brad goes, oh, really? You can have it. And my friend goes, what? You can ha- I can have it? And Brad's like, yeah, when I bought this watch – I told myself I wasn't buying it for myself. I was buying it for the world. And when I told myself when anyone came up and complimented my watch, I would give it to that person. (laughs) And that person would do the same exact thing, and this watch might travel the world. So my friend gets the watch. He's in the airport two, three months later. Someone comes up to him in a Starbucks line and says, hey, I like that watch. And he said, it's yours. And the new guy was like, what do you mean it's mine? He's like, look, I'm going to give you this watch, and you get to wear it until someone compliments you on it, and then you have to pass it along. <laughs> I think this is such a great idea, dude. Dude. That watch 
It could be in Thailand right now. Who knows where it is? It it started off like I thought Brad's name should have been changed to Matt, but then now I like the idea. So uh, <laughs> I guess that was just cool, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I was. It's just cool. Yeah, it's just cool. So here's what I think we do. Okay. I think we do it with shirts. We buy a shirt. <laughs> we buy a great shirt. Okay. And you wear it until someone says, that's a great shirt. And the second they say that's a great shirt, you take it off your back and you hand it to them. You might even have to trade shirts with that guy. I don't know. Just so you're not unclothed walking the streets. But that shirt could be the two clowns and a goat shirt. Oh, I like that. And it could travel the world, dude. We'll get the shirt. We'll have to find some way to put the official two clouds and a goat shirt, like somewhere on, the sh- like in the yes, shirt. Yes, so it's never getting found, but we know. Uh, we could put it like on the tag. Yeah, just hope someone doesn't tear it off. Do you do that? Are you yeah. not a tag tear? I am not a tag tear. Uh, no, big tag tear. You tear the tags off your shirts every time. What are you an animal? I just got a new shirt today. I've already torn off both tags. There's a little little white piece it left behind. You're talking. To, you're not talking about like the little tag that says the size with the little plastic part. If there is something scratching the back of my neck, it's getting cut. Yeah, but when you cut it, it scratches well, more. Well, you got to cut it like nice and nice and sharp. Get it all the way down to the ridges. Make sure it's like it's just not like once it's not flicking me in the back of the neck anymore. I don't feel it. It's okay. That is such a huge mistake. I can't so, even begin to express how upset okay. I am. Well, so you don't even cut. You know, like how some shirts have those weird, like down the left or right seam, like kind of by your waist, like those tags. You don't tear those off. No, those remain intact. Oh man, they're less bothersome if you don't touch them. Well, they, they the sec- touch. The I'm second not you cut, them. touching me. <laughs> the second you cut them. It starts irritating you, and it's it's rough and it's sharp. See, as soon as I cut them, I have no more irritation. I wonder what, where are you getting your shirts? We'll have to we'll have to swap around. Dude, I've worn the same shirts for the past ten years. <laughs> so my mom bought them at Kohl's a long time ago. I don't ask questions. Yeah. I was about to say all my cruise shirts I got it basically Goodwill. Okay. So that all right. So we I just know. need to find a great shirt. If we find a great shirt, we'll take a picture of it, we'll put it on our Twitter account, and we just start it off. Yeah. Maybe we just, just find someone and just give them the shirt. We could. We don't even touch it. We just pass it on immediately. We could. Uh, but the key phrase has to be, well, I guess, no, it'll just be anything. Nice shirt, great shirt, amazing I, shirt. I think definitely before you leave Wisconsin, Henry needs to have the shirt. Oh, my gosh, dude. Like like a passing <laughs> torch. <laughs> exactly. Like you're my legacy, Shomes. <laughs> um, wow, that would, dude. Be, that would be the perfect send-off for you, I think. That dude, that's a, that's a great idea. Let me ask you this: those when you first buy a shirt, and there's the tag with you know that little like plastic string that has the little like perpendicular plastic at the end. Yes. I don't even. Well, firstly, what is the I name of I that? Have no idea. Like I've never talked about that thing it's with a, anyone it's before. A bum and wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is now, dude. I, I'm in the presence of a genius <laughs> right now. That was so smooth. When I when I pictured this at work, 
having you had to put a word into this podcast at some point. I did not think it could be that soon. <laughs> that was amazing. Dude, that, that was, was like incredible. perfect natural setup. That was great. <laughs> that was incredible. Mark Jesus. that off the list. Now that I'm describing that thing, I realize I've never described that thing out loud ever because I'm having trouble depicting it yeah. to you. No, but I, I know what you mean. Okay, so my question is, sometimes when you try to rip that off, only the tag comes off, and that thing remains. And it's always like on your side or like right under your armpit. How do you get that off if you don't have scissors with you? Oh, if I don't have scissors? Ugh. So Are you able to rip that off with your hands? Occasionally, yeah. But then I'll, I will damage the shirt in some way, especially if it's like a nice button down. And it's like it can be like wrapped around the buttons, right? Like, yeah, and, and sometimes you rip. Yeah, you tear it a little bit, and then suddenly, like three months later, you know the shirt's just kind of doesn't button anymore. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I didn't know if you had like a trick, like with your teeth, or I, I like I've tried teeth, keys like, before. I've tried keys. Tried keys. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, if you like, I just I've done this one time. I haven't had to do it since. You like put the shirt on the ground. You step on it to where like you're stepping on the plastic piece. That way, you're not yeah. touching the shirt, and you just rip it until it breaks and really hurt like those things hurt your hands it's such an inefficient they do dude like i feel like you could accomplish the same thing with a paper clip but i I wonder if we could uh make something that is better than that we'll just start a whole clothing company under the monocle yes oh my gosh dude yeah this is good this is we're dude this is dude we're firing at all cylinders right now rich one day it's crazy my gosh Wow. Okay. Um, are we doing shout outs on this podcast? Because I have some shout outs I have to give. Sure. I don't see the rule book, so. I have to give a shout out to the three Sophias Fatima, Kiara, and Sophia. They've been begging for their names to be mentioned on this podcast. There it is. You're welcome, <laughs> girls. Is there. I don't want to hear about anyone. Is there a reason they're called the three Sophias? Yeah, well, when we found out their names, we knew they they're, – they're so weird. The The names are so weird. The only one we could remember was Sophia. Okay. And then we, we were playing like quizzes with each other trying to remember Fatima and Kiara. And we kept forgetting them, so we just called them the three Sophias okay. until we remember their names. That's fine. That's fine. But Do anyways. Because I've noticed this about you and me. Do you think people nickname other people as much as we name other people? Dude, I've talked about this a lot recently, and girls are always fascinated that we have such a wide array of nicknames. I don't think other people do, based on the conversations I've had. Dude, we nickname everyone. And because, like, looking back over some of our episode titles, and I was thinking about this when we did our year in review. Like, there was TV girl. And like, you know, a few others and I was looking back and like, I did not remember their real names at all when I knew them at the time, but I still remember their nicknames. Dude, the nicknames stand the test of time. Printer girl. Printer girl. Spy girl. Like, dude, it's. Spy girl's there. It's nuts, man. We got romper girl now from my, my last few (laughs) weeks. Like, it's just like, it's weird, dude. It's really weird. I I love that part of our lives though. The nicknames are fun. (laughs) 
And the games are a lot of fun to me. And the thing is, it's not like we sit down and say, what are we going to call this girl? It just like pops in naturally. It, it and is. that's it. Like no one it questions is. ever. Ever. I, I, th- I think uh, I told you about Miss Hepburn. Yes. Yes, you did. Uh, that girl's name was Audrey. Um, I mean, you, you got uh, JFK's wife. Yeah, Nick yeah, we got Jackie for for Chomag. Yeah, like it's great, dude. I don't know, dude. It's great. Um, so let's talk about the games for a second. You watch The Bachelorette? Oh, let's go! I've been waiting to talk about it. There, I hate that Tyler has done absolutely nothing wrong. It's, he hasn't done anything. In all accounts, I should like him, but I can't. Wait, do who it. is this? And now, Tyler. Tyler. And then now he tries to take my name? No. This guy's a clown. I, 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 he's, he's off the list. He needs to get cut. He is a total fraud. Really? I, I mean, because we both saw, you know, the DM we got from Bachelor Suitcase Guy. No one would have guessed that of Peter, I don't think. I thought Peter was great. Pe- really Peter liked- seemed like such a great guy until we were privileged with that information dude that suitcase guy's really coming in clutch lately i know i know like he called hannah being the bachelorette before anyone else yep he called uh you know this whole peter thing and uh he's called a lot of other things too i'm just struggling to remember because they probably weren't that important but he's a vital piece of information for this show. i I don't know how you found him but good dude tc good work you've got sources you're you're really a new you're like a big j journalist guy now i am i am i wish he wasn't because he's so busy with all these shows yeah paradise he's got he's slammed it's just hard to yeah it's hard to get him scheduled so we'll get him on here one day okay that's a good idea Um, but okay so are you just do you just not like that he has adopted your name because when i heard when I heard uh, who called him TC, but when he, whoever called him TC called him TC. It was a Luke. Oh, yeah. Luke's like, don't t- I'll talk with my boy TC. I was like, let's go. I got so annoyed. But here's the good news. Every girl I've talked to this show about, they all love him the most. Is that the good news? Dude, they like guys named Tyler. Is that what they is? like guys named Tyler. You're in great hands. Your parents treated you well. I got really lucky with it. I think you're right. Um, did you read over the message I sent this morning at like 5 a.m.? Uh, I think I did. Let me pull it up right now. Oh, apples and trees, Tori. Apples and trees. <laughs> <laughs> I did read that this morning. I was just laughing. <laughs> the clown. Stamp. I was half asleep. I was half asleep on tie. This clown stamp is going to be a thing. I need to make sure to put this on the Twitter with somebody, just because I love this stamp. I wish I could buy this stamp and then put it on a T-shirt for us. Dude, that dude, that is a beautiful picture. That would be a nice shirt. That would be a nice shirt. <laughs> Gosh, um, dude, we're about to get into clothing. We are just expanding. <laughs> but. Until I find a better argument for why Tyler sucks, this is my main one. Played at FAU. Lane Kiffin's a bad influence on players. There's something wrong with this guy. You just can't see it yet. <laughs> so the apple does not fall far from the tree. That, yeah. You've been saying that for years. True. 
I'll tell you this. The first time I saw Tyler C., I thought he was a total evil guy. He had that look in his eye. I was like, oh, this guy's bad news. He was shirtless dancing in the middle of a construction. Yeah. Why wasn't he working? That's a good question. He's lazy, too. That means what a schlub. What a schlub. I think he's going to win, though. I do, too. (laughs) I think he's going to win because Peter Pilot's a cheater. So is Jed. Luke's crazy. Luke, okay. Let me describe to you my feelings on Luke now. Okay, because I'm really interested in this. First few episodes hated Luke. The dude was a total clown. He was just ignorant, dumb, a joke. I didn't like him at all. Right. Since the episode where he pile-drived the other guy into the ground, I've been in. (laughs) Because Garrett is treating him like dirt he's snitching on him he won't stop making dumb comments like sweet dreams luke with that nasty look in his eye and luke now he hasn't done anything wrong in three weeks he stayed in his lane as he described multiple times last episode and he hasn't been as annoying I also feel bad for him because I think he's a moron. He's so dumb he can't pick up on her social cues. So I kind of have true. a sympathy play going for it's him. Definitely true. I'm I'm now uh, pulling for Luke P. Okay, so you're you're a big under about guy. Dude, Jed's a fraud. So is Peter. I don't like Mike anymore. You don't like Mike? Tyler Tyler is no TC. I'm pulling for Luke sure. P, dude. What's wrong with Mike? Dude, Mike seems, I don't know, he's, he's a little too happy all the time. I think he's got a little something hidden under that facade, and it's scary to me. I don't want her heart to be broken. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because uh, I'm pretty sure Luke is like the only person that's made her cry this season. So I, I doubt he'll break her heart. It's a good uh, Apparently, they make out next week. That's not surprising. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Well, I'll let you have your – I'm writing a dumb I hate Tyler C. opinion, so I'll let you have your I like Luke opinion and just not judge you for it because I would be hypocritical. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I feel it's really unfair for Caitlin to ghost us for like a season and a half and then just come back in and start throwing shade everywhere. I totally uh, agree. I totally. Agree. I think she has to re-earn whatever clout she had. She's lost it. I seriously forgot she was still in the screw message. She hasn't responded in probably three months, and then yeah. she comes in and is you're right, talking garbage, throwing it around. I don't like it. I don't like it one yeah. bit. Like these, they all act like they know everything about this show. That's wrong. I remember every single one of them had like what Jed is their number yeah. one. Peter? No. Dude. No, I don't even remember who you had. I had uh, I had Jed winning and all. Okay. But it doesn't count for It me. doesn't count for me. Exactly. Because now I'm on the Luke P train. Okay. So, oh, I had an article pulled up and I don't know where it went. That's so sad. But do you think it's actually a real tradition for couples in Latvia to skydive naked? No, that was made up for the show, 100%. I think that was totally made up for the show. 
hundred percent made of flesh. <laughs> Watching her face when she saw that was so funny to me. Though I, I love that moment. Um, I, I hate everything about Garrett. You're totally right. The dude seems so sleazy. To he me, is. And he's a professional golfer. I didn't even know that until last episode. It, what? Yeah, dude. No, he sucks. When he's like, "Uh, my passion isn't football." God pushed oh, me to yeah. golf. Yes. What? Yes, yes, yes. There, and I think we've talked about this before, if there's a guy that doesn't like football, I immediately am just a little bit wary. I, I agree. There's something wrong I with totally it. agree. Um, so uh, I think Mike should definitely still be the next Bachelor. Super psyched no. for that. Super psyched for Paradise. Come on. I am psyched for Paradise. Dude. Mike, no, it's not going to be Mike. It's probably going to be... Ah, uh, that's tough, actually. There's, like, literally no one else. So, Jed and Peter are cheaters. <laughs> uh, Garrett's a clown. Like, if Tyler C. doesn't win, I'm guessing it'll probably be him, but... He's got to win, though. He's, yeah, he's got to win. They might pick someone from another season. They're not picking Mike. Yeah, They're not picking yeah, Mike, yeah, dude. Mike sucks. <sighs> I've never seen anyone just be so happy all the time. You're right about that, though. Something's wrong. Like Something's it. wrong. Now, did you see the new show coming out called Love Island? Yes. Yes, I did. I think we should tune in five <laughs> nights a week. That's unprecedented, firstly. There's going to be so much content. I've seen Love Island clips on YouTube from Australia. It's amazing. Dude. And because I said they – or at least I read that they were going to kind of – Make it a bit more uh, American friendly, yeah, but it's still going to be pretty, uh, pretty intense. It, it could be wild, dude. It could be wild. I, I, I think I might watch the first episode, see what it's all about. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you watch the first episode, and then you let me know what it's all about, and then I might tune in like one hour every night. Okay. Of week. I mean, Maybe. at some point, we have to basically just turn in whatever's left of our masculinity as we continue to watch these reality dating shows. Is it? Well, if we're doing it for the pod. Does it count? If we're doing it for the pod, I think we're exempt. I think so too. And I'm just going to keep saying so, out loud that we are doing it for the pod. I feel like we've said everything that we do now is for the pod, so it basically gives us free reign to do whatever we want. My gosh, dude. Have we solved the mysteries of the universe? I think we have. We'll have to get that in writing. Though. Okay. Okay. Um, I agree. <laughs> so do you want to talk about football for a bit and then get into the movie stuff? Yes. Sounds good. Okay, so you read that whole post I sent you about Aaron Rodgers' interception. And yes. What would you think? I'm fully on board. Even if you take away how joking of an argument that was, he needs to force the ball in more. He could make yeah. throws that no one else so, can make. You just got to make them. Stop being so hesitant. So I just want to see you cheer every time there's an interception now instead of get upset. Because every interception he throws is one step closer. Did to the you just put me in a trap? No, no. I'm just saying. It's. I mean, it's either going to go one of two ways. You're either going to win the Super Bowl or Aaron Rodgers going to completely disappear. So, either way, you're one step closer to winning a Super Bowl or getting a new quarterback that can win you. A Super okay. Bowl once they realize Rodgers is. I say he throws out. thirty picks this year. Let's get Favre back in there. <laughs> yeah, dude, that whole Favre thing. That was so, so funny, dude. Because didn't he say when he put the picture of himself online that that was he got hacked yes. into? And, like you cannot get hacked. This I know, much. dude. I know. I, I don't know what's going Change on. Change your password, D- dude. Favre has 
like gone from public enemy number one. He's now loved again up here. <laughs> this is funny what time does. Because, <laughs> I mean, everyone hated him. Some everyone hated him. It, he's turned into like, he's back. Dude, he's like back. He was like up here for this like golf event. People love him again. So we'll see. Dude, we're, we're only like three weeks away from training camp. I know. I'm so excited for it. I think... I'm pumped. Did you, uh, did you see, because I don't remember if it was like a owner's meeting or whatever, but someone pitched new ideas for hard knocks. No, what is that? Those? So they were talking about just to kind of lessen the restrictions and the stress on the yeah. team to make it where they'll choose uh, one team, one or two teams before like big games during the season and just kind of film them like interesting up to the game. And like the post game and just stuff like that, which That'd I think be cool. would be way cooler for me. That'd be very honestly. cool because honestly, I I've never watched Hard Knocks. I, I just don't get into it. I the season where the Dolphins were on, I watched most okay. of that season. I don't really know why I just did, but I really want to watch this season because you have AB, you have John Gruden, you have Josh Mayock. Mayock, the last season in uh, yep. Oakland, like. It could be good. It could be good. Cool. I, be I good. might tune in this year. I've seen like one episode ever. It was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers first episode, and it was their GM, and he brought like all the coaches to go get beer at a bar, like at five nice. o'clock after practice. And I was like, "This guy's a joke." Nice. And he got fired. <laughs> um. So, I was reading a few stats today. What are your thoughts on the Cowboys, just in general. Okay, so I was reading some stats today, and what are your thoughts in general on the Cowboys? I'm very high. I was high on them last year. I'm even higher this year. I think they have one of the best rosters in the league. Okay, because the stat I was looking at, I mean, it was Barry's – he put out his, like, 100 facts you should know. And after that, I just did some more research on my own. Did you know Dak was QB8 from when Cooper joined to the end of the season, like fantasy-wise? That is interesting. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. And I was like, there's no way that can be right. And I went and looked at it, and the numbers weren't that Whoa. bad. Dude, he plays good in big games. And if you're coming down the stretch and needing wins to get in the playoffs, he plays good. He's, uh, I'm so, I've been so up and down on him. But I want to be high just because I do like him. I like him at Mississippi State. I like yeah, him yeah, yeah. So, Dude, Cowboys uh, are going to be very, very tough this year, I think. What's their weakness? <laughs> what, what, where's their weakness other than Dak? I mean, they don't really have a huge one at all. They their have, biggest one is Dak. They have a good enough roster, a good enough defense to mask any kind of deficiencies that Dak has, which yeah. aren't a whole lot. I mean, he's not great, and he does have horrible games, but there are games where he's like, you know, he's unstoppable. Yeah. So, and like, honestly, I forget they drafted Michael Gallup like two yeah. years ago. Gallup's going to be good, dude. So eventually, like, him and Cooper should be pretty cool. Uh, and they got Jason Witten back. So, oh, gosh. I don't know if that's, you want to call that a big weakness. To That's a huge but... weakness. <laughs> I used to like Witten a lot. I'm just now t- and then, I've sold yeah, all my stock. Yeah, and then I heard him talk, and it's just over. Oh, yeah, uh, to yeah did you, uh, did you Did I talk to you about that Holy Moly show already? Is this the golf one with Steph? Yeah, the golf one with Steph. I heard a little bit, but uh... – have you watched any more? So the second episode is actually on tonight. My brother's probably okay. recording it. So I might watch it tomorrow. I don't know. But <laughs> like, if you had to choose between having Steph Curry 
hit a shot 30 yards for you or a robot? Which one are you choosing? I'm going robot. I'm going robot too. The robot did a better job. It was pretty cool. That's uh, sick, dude. <laughs> uh, apparently, Steph's wife has a show on also tonight. Yeah, it's like a cooking show, right? Yeah, it's like this is like ABC has turned into the Curry Channel. <laughs> Wait, uh, what is this, Bollywood? Do you watch cooking shows? I, I have in the past. I actually really enjoy them. Really? I'm not a big cooking show guy. Dude, have you ever watched Chopped? Chopped is good. But, like, I can't sit there. Like, my dad can sit there and watch it for hours. I can't uh, Chopped is so soothing, dude. Nah. See, chop, you get Chopped on the TV. It, like, just reminds me of just, like, home. <laughs> uh, also, I, I can see that. Uh, Food Network Star is a great show. Never seen that one, I don't think. It's phenomenal. It's going to be coming on here probably in the next few weeks. It's always a summer thing. It's so <laughs> fun, dude. Um, the other thing, because uh, I know you're, you're a big anti-big money wide receiver guy. Yeah. And it's going to be probably before the season starts, we're going to have like four huge contracts come in. Michael Thomas is not worth $22 million. No. And you can't convince me otherwise. No way, dude. I know, and I'm calling myself out now. That way I can avoid it next year. Me and Arnov did say he was a top five wide receiver. He's a very, very flexible top five wide receiver where if you make me pick between him and somebody else, money-wise, I'm not going to pick him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Look, yeah, I don't care how good you are. You could talk about AB. You could talk about Julio, whoever. You don't pay any wide receiver $22 million. That's no. absurd. You can't win a Super Bowl with that. How are the, Sa- how are the Saints going to pay for that? They already have no cap room. Uh, I'm guessing. What is going on there? I I don't know either. And I think, like, last I saw, they were trying to, like, throw 18 at him and just see what would happen. But even that's a lot of money for him. All all I know is Breeze has pushed a good majority of his cap hit out to next season when it's, like, a $40 million cap hit for Breeze. Yeah. It's insane, dude. They're crippling their future. And they're still really, like, I mean, they have a lot of holes, too. <laughs> they have a lot of holes, dude. Uh, I don't know. Like, you they're look insane. at this season, Cam Newton's coming off an injury. The Saints seem kind of all over the place. I mean, there's still, like, a Saints versus a Falcons game. You never know what's going to happen division Right, 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 right. But the Bucks are rebuilding first year with Bruce Arians. Like, there's no reason the Falcons should not win the division. I think all. they should. I-, I agree. Because Breeze is not going to – he's going to be good for the first month, two months, and then he's going to collapse like he did last year. I don't like – I just don't like the Saints this year. I think they're overhyped. Whatever. They're going to they're gonna be on that hangover from that horrible loss. <laughs> That's true. People forget about if that. Cam, if Cam apparently changes mechanics. Yeah, I saw that. If that somehow fixes his overthrows and he's able to like hit people accurately, dude, Panthers could be a dark horse team. They could be. They could be. I mean, DJ Moore's really good. They're Curtis Samuel. He's pretty good too. Yep. Their defense is solid. I, I'm telling you, something's going to change up in the run game from last year, though. There's no way McCaffrey's doing what he did. Again. I agree. I agree. Uh, but that's all I had written down football-wise. I hate when there's, like, no football news to it. There's no football. We've got, <laughs> like, like, three weeks on. until we can, like, got anything because this is just – this is now officially the dead zone. Yes. Yes. So uh, what's your movie situation been like the past past few weeks? So I left the theater, so I don't get free movies anymore. Oh, that's really sad. But before I did leave, I saw one last movie for free, and it was The Dead Don't Die, and it's got an all-star cast, Adam Driver, Selena Gomez, Buscemi, uh, Bill Murray. Like, it's just loaded all the way down. The weirdest 
movie I've ever seen outside of Human Centipede. Dude, it, it was it was trying so hard to be a cult classic. It was it was written See, to be a cult classic, and it just fell yeah. flat. Bill Murray yeah. was super weird. Adam Driver was great. Adam Driver was great. But it was just like these random hodgepodge storylines all thrown together with an unbelievably dry sense of humor that I wouldn't even categorize as dry. It was it was worse than dry, dude. You you can't try and be a cult classic. Either it happens can't. naturally or it's not gonna happen at all. Yeah, you can't, dude. It it was it was so weird. I never fall asleep in movies. I was dozing off. <laughs> but uh, it it should have been way better than it was. Yeah, it should have been way better than it was. So I saw that, um, and that's all I've seen for the last couple of weeks. How about you? I have rewatched La La Land a couple times. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I got to see it again. That's it. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's go ahead. You want to get into our? Uh, I don't even know what you want to call this. Um, well, TC, hold up real fast. Okay, because we got one more thing we got to talk about before we get into that. Okay. Did you hear about Tenet? That's the name of the movie. Yeah, I did. I, I've been talking about this like last time. Yeah, so it's actually we have a name for it. We have uh, Christopher Nolan, baby. Yeah, and they sort of said something about the plot too, didn't they? So it's coming out uh, July twenty twenty. Two hundred twenty-five million dollar budget. The name is Tenet, and it is a spy thriller. Done by Nolan, dude. It should be amazing. That's huge, dude. It, That's I, huge. I read it's basically it's Christopher Nolan's James Bond. That I was love his this goal. Dude. I'm looking at the cast they have right now. I it's have no amazing. idea who is this girl. I don't know, but you know who's in it is our boy. I yeah, it's our boy. I'm blanking on his name. Michael uh, Caine. No, not Michael Caine. Oh, the, who's our boy? The vampire boy. Ah, oh, what's his face? The Joe guy from Mon- No, the other one. <laughs> I'm having deja vu right now. I feel like we've talked about this and I said Taylor Lawton last time too. Did we do this on the podcast already? I don't think we did. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast. I think we were talking about it randomly on Fortnite. Uh, is it Aaron Taylor Johnson? I've got it pulled up. No, 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 no. It's, it's the main guy. Robert, Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I thought... That's yeah, our boy. Yeah, That's the new uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> okay. That's him. I'm on board with that. I'm so excited for this. Did you... I don't know if you remembered when I talked about – I don't even remember if – when we talked about, like, he might be cast as Batman, and I said, like, it would be so cool to see a Batman movie where he just, like, yes. is a detective and hunts down a serial killer. Yes. That's supposed to be what the Batman movie is about. Interesting. So I'm psyched for that now, especially, like, if he nails it in this role. Like, that's going to get so much hype before that comes out in theaters. Dude, we are way ahead of this on, on Robert Pattinson. Yeah, dude, dude this was you. all you. You called it first. No, we came up with this together. <laughs> okay. Let's go into our <laughs> let's go into our uh, three mo- okay. So we're doing a new segment. I'm gonna explain this to our listeners. Yeah, go for it. We're doing a new segment. Basically, we are going to take the title of three movies. We're going to rearrange the words into a title that would make it an even better movie. This idea just hit me today at like three o'clock. I'm just sitting there staring at my screen. I was like, so, let's go for it. <laughs> can I get clarification real quick? Yes. Did you keep the plot of the movie the same and just give it a better title? I, all I did was I changed the title. Oh, okay. 
Did you did you come up with plots also? I changed the name, and then I I think it'll still work. <laughs> did you change the name and then like kind of rewrite the plot? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, that, that that's what I did. That's okay, I did. cool, cool, cool. Okay, TC, you want to kick us off? I will. I will. So okay. I tried to focus on movies that either disappointed me or that I just didn't like at all. Okay. Uh, so my first one is one that we both dislike. Pulp Fiction. Okay. Is now Cult of Pin Pie. <laughs> you ready? So <clears throat> John Travolta, an out-of-work hairdresser, is waiting in line at the deli when gorgeous Uma Thurman handcuffs a briefcase to his wrist and runs off. A startled Travolta is set down a harrowing path trying to uncover what deadly plot he's been thrust into and track down the mysterious Thurman while avoiding his attempts on his life from the machine like Samuel L. Jackson, a brainwashed from birth inhuman man serving the evil cult. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bruce Willis, John McClane struggles to fit the puzzle pieces together and stop the cult before it's too late. <laughs> that Not was bad. amazing, dude. That's pretty good. What's the name of it again? Cult of Pin Pie. Interesting. So you took all the letters and rearranged them all. You did Basically. like an anagram. I yeah. like it, dude. Is that not what you meant? <laughs> no, that is that is what I meant. I just took the words and rearranged them. You'll see. Oh, You'll see what I did. Oh, okay, okay. I like that way better though, because I was kind of locked in a box. You're way outside the box. You're very creative, dude. This was so difficult to find final words. Um, Cult of Pin Pie. I like that, dude. <laughs> I like. That. Okay, my first one is. Uh, high School Musical, and I rearranged to High Musical School. <laughs> this is the story of a couple very creative, outside-the-box musicians who are addicted to marijuana, <laughs> and the struggles they face as they grow up addicted to this drug. <laughs> I feel like that's a really realistic and touching plot to children our age. Yeah. I think it would spice <laughs> up the original story. It takes it from like a sweet Disney Channel movie to something that's a little more edgy. Maybe it could be on HBO. I don't know. <laughs> oh, this is 100% an HBO show. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a high musical school, dude. <laughs> is it still I'd, starring I'd uh, Zach Efron and Vanessa Ann Hudgens? No, it's, uh, it's Zach Hudgens and Vanessa Efron. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Wow, they sound great. Yeah, dude. They're really cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, my second one. Um, we were all incredibly disappointed with star wars the last jedi except for yes. apparently from what i've heard sophia yes um yes so which is just mind-boggling but we'll let it slide now i took all the letters from star wars the last jedi and made a new name but you have to add star wars back in front of it so star wars a slashed jar twitters <laughs> you're wow. an idiot listen hold on this is amazing this is the movie that we needed we're gonna get what we want Luke comes out of exile to save the resistance after years of force learning and meditation. Ray struggles with the whole weird force connection with evil Kylo, which I still think is one of the best parts of the movie. Uh, Finn has been unconscious, getting weird visions. He has to try and figure out how those fit in and what it all means. Poe does nothing. Rose does not exist. And Thank above it's all lurking like an ancient foe. Is Jar Jar Binks as Snoke? Let's go! He is slashed across the face. He's whispering still, and Kylo and Ray's ears connecting them. Like it's the movie that we needed. A slash Jar twitters. He's talking. That dude. A slashed <laughs> Jar's twitters. 
dude. I, I was trying so hard to figure out how to put Jar Jar in the title, but I just got Jar, and I was like, all right, we're going to roll with that. A slashed Jar's Twitter. That's beautiful. <laughs> Please sign me up. Let's call up Ryan Johnson right now and say, hey, remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing this. <laughs> TC, I love what you've done here. This Thank is you. This is great. <laughs> all right, let's hear it. My second one is, kids, I shrunk the honey. (laughs) This is the story of a dad who is a little too strict. His kids love the sweet nectar of the bees. And he disciplines them, shrinks their honey away. They get very upset. The story details the confrontations. Of a dad trying to figure it all out with some disobedient kids. Dude, because I think sometimes people and directors can lose themselves in making the movie just out there. Yes. Holy weird. No one knows what's going on. But this would be such a grounded movie that anyone could watch it and just, I think, relate to what's going on here. Yeah. I mean, you could have some Pooh Bear references. Yeah. You could even have a little B-movie action if you wanted. Maybe yeah, Seinfeld dude, is in it. I don't know. Yeah, you have to get Jerry Seinfeld to voice a B giving advice to the kids at some point. Yeah. Or the dad. Yeah. Kids, uh, or maybe I shrunk the honey. A subplot, the bees try to figure out where their honey went. So you have a little like detective Ooh. bee plot going on while the dad's just trying to you know, keep order in the house. Ooh. Sherlock Combs. <laughs> 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 and then you, know, you want to keep it you want to keep it with the time, so you have to throw in a whole bunch of environmental stuff about how this is somehow contributing to bee extinction yes. and all that. Yes, dude. That's a good movie right there. Ooh, I got shivers. <laughs> I love this. All right. My last movie, Dunkirk. Okay. I, I mean, we, we didn't hate it. It's not a bad movie. It's not it bad. Could, it, it could have met larger expectations. Yes. yes. Um, unfortunately, I didn't know how to fix that, so I just went the opposite direction. Dunkirk is now Dunk Irk. <laughs> this is a high school drama romantic comedy about a kid named Irk who finds himself signing up for the county fair to be in the dunk tank to impress a girl, <laughs> even though he doesn't want to. Hijinks and shoot. And that's all I think I need to say. <laughs> Dude. Dude. I love that you didn't even respell it or anything. It's just it's the same word, just broken up. A kid named Irk. <laughs> that is, in oh, the man. same breath, the dumbest and the most genius thing you've ever said on this podcast. This that was movie so good. I see on Netflix, I know it's going to be trash, and I watch it anyway and somehow still like it. Dunk Irk. <laughs> I'm just picturing just picture the movie poster right now. You have oh my this gosh, kid dude. this kid with glasses. He's got, you know, shaggy hair just falling towards the screen, the dunk tank in the background, everyone pointing and laughing at him. That's all I see. Oh my gosh, dude. That is so funny. <laughs> I would watch that movie over and over again. <laughs> Good work, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. My last one is the snow. And the seven white dwarves. Ooh. This is about a couple uh, small people, seven to be exact, who. Could use some tra- words there. 
Thank you. He, they have to tread north to go find themselves. It's a coming-of-age story. They face saber-toothed tigers, polar bears. Is this in the Ice Age? Yes, I guess, but I don't know. Maybe the saber-toothed have come back alive. <laughs> They're looking for a hidden gem buried deep into the North Pole. Will they make it? Watch to find out. <laughs> it's like a combination of Lord of the Rings, that weird Liam Neeson movie where he's in the snow, and uh, uh, shoot, that movie where like the entire world gets put in an Ice Age again. Ice Age? No, no. The, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. The one where uh, I think it also has Liam. I'm going to forget. I hate when I can't remember things. It's fine. Okay. I love it. Okay. I'd watch it. It'd probably be animated, but that's only because it'd be hard to cast seven little people. Yes. Yes. And if you put a saber-toothed tiger in a movie, whether it's like animated or not, I'd still watch it. Yeah, and the the saber-toothed tiger's name is going to be Sid. Oh, that's a good twist right there. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Diego. (laughs) Okay. I was about to say, wow, so you're going against the expectations. Okay. Um, Do you want to get into our mount? Let's let's go hard transition right to our mount. I love it. <clears throat> okay, so this is our Mount Rushmore of Harry Potter pickup lines. It started out as Harry Potter quotes that could be used as pickup lines. I have one in mind. I think you have more, TC. I have like half of one. And then one I used on a girl on uh, an online dating app. Okay. (laughs) Okay, good. So we both just went straight almost to Harry Potter pickup lines. This is our Mount Rushmore. I'll kick (laughs) us off this time. Let's hear it. I'm going to start off very simple. It's an oldie but a goodie. You walk up to a girl. She's probably in Hogsmeade, maybe drinking some butterbeer. I don't know. You walk up to her. You've got your little red and yellow scarf on if you're a Gryffindor. (laughs) But this is more of a – yeah, this is a Gryffindor line. This is pretty PG. Okay. Hey, do you, uh, do you apparate here often? <laughs> dude, dude, I am I, – like it scares me how similar we think along some lines sometimes. <laughs> like you're, you're going to see what I'm talking about. I okay, love it. Okay. Uh, so my first one – this is the one I used on the <laughs> online app that did not get a response. Hey, uh, do you play Quidditch? Because you're a total keeper. <laughs> no response. It blows my mind. That's not that bad. Dude, no, that's great. I actually have one similar to that. But Ooh. I'm just going yeah, to... I, right I have extras. I'm just going to throw it out. Okay. Are you the golden snitch? Because you're a total catch. <laughs> I'm telling you, you could go around chaser and seeker and keeper and like just find Dude. so many of them. Dude, I, I was sitting there at work, and these things, they just started popping in my head. Like, once you get going, it was just – there's so many great jokes and puns you can make with Harry Potter world. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, <clears throat> so do you want to go to your second one, or do you want to use that one? Yes. I will use my second one now. Okay, this one is definitely a stretch. Definitely. A stretch. Also, is someone dying by your house? Dude, What's like going literally, on? there's nowhere close to me. It's just all down the main road. Dude, so this is just a quick side note. I was – I'm going to keep talking while the sirens are going so that you can actually hear. Uh, when I was out here like power washing like three days ago, the yeah. they had like this huge – I don't know. It had to have been just some sort of drill because there was like really like a block from the school 
Yeah. There was at least like 10 or 15 cop cars when I drove past there, three fire trucks, no a couple ambulances. And then this medical helicopter took off and just like flew away. So, wow, dude. I'm guessing nothing happened, but that's nuts, dude. I'm telling you, if we took this, if we took our podcast live out into the world, we would get this kind of stuff all the time. And we'd have to somehow like accommodate it and work with it. It'd be, it'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is just practice right now. This is practice, yeah. So good job. Good job filling the time there. That was very smooth. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. This is, this is definitely a stretch. I'm going to put it in at number two. Here we go. And this is actually a quote. Actually, no, it's not. Part of it is. Whatever. Okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> Expelliarm, must you be so dang cute? <laughs> I could not figure out how to get Expelliarmus pick up line, and if you want to pick one that's as good as any, that's definitely it. <laughs> I thought about that one for probably five minutes. I was like, oh, this sucks, <laughs> but I'm going to have to sell it. I'm going for it. I like it. I like it. It's not – I wouldn't say it's the first play you call, but it's definitely not going to be the last one. Yes. Thank you. Um, so this one is the one, only one I have that's sort of a quote. Okay. This is from Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Okay. <clears throat> Sunshine daisies, butter mellow. <laughs> yeah. Then you point at yourself. You should go out with this fellow. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dude, a bit. That's amazing. <laughs> it's a bit of an obscure quote, so they have to be knowledgeable. But that's that was... Ron, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Ron pointing his smacking scabbers on the head with his wand. Yes, trying to turn it into a cup. Yep. First one I thought of. Dude, that's amazing, TC. Dude, that one, if you go out and, and say that to a girl who likes Harry Potter, that works 100% of the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is sure. gold. That's like, an actually, that's like an actual good one. I think, that works, I think that works in the muggle world. I'll have to try that out next time I see – like next time we go to Harry Potter land. Yes. Oh, yes, dude. Oh, they would eat that up. Okay. I'm just going to – Throw my quote one in there now also. This is from Goblet of Fire. Okay. And it's very straightforward. It's a little too easy. You get a piece of paper. You crumple it up. You throw it at the girl. And you say, do you want to go to the bar with me? <laughs> I cannot figure out what you're talking about. Then I remember the scene. That's perfect. Gosh. It's too easy. It's too <laughs> easy, dude. It's wrong. You got to. You gotta it's do great. the motions too while you're doing it. You gotta it. do the motions. You gotta point and then you go to the ball is kinda like hands on the hips, side motion. Yeah, dancing. With me. <laughs> Genius. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. This is my third one. Okay. <clears throat> Imagine this. It's a typical day for you. You're walking down to the dungeon on the way to potions class. It's the first day being grouped up with all the Ravenclaws. You see this really cute girl in those black and blue robes, great smile, and she's in Ravenclaw, so you know she's smart. <laughs> but you sit down, and she's all the way at the other side of the dungeon. It sucks, but class gets started, and Snape randomly starts pairing you up with other people because he hates you all and doesn't want you to be with your friends. Classic yeah. Snape. But joke's on Snape. You get paired with the girl. Ooh. So you start talking to her while you're throwing and whispering and getting the little potion me- measured and whatnot. She's laughing at your quidditch stories and your exploding snap mishaps. You play it slow. You wait okay. until Snape walks by and far away, 
and then you stir the cauldron until it's right between you two. It's bubbling, and this is it. This is your moment. You turn to her, and you say, I don't know about you, but I feel something brewing between us. (laughs) (laughs) That is so... Dude, what I love about stuff like that is the setup <laughs> is so worth it. You are so good at setting up your jokes with like these long oh. narratives. Oh man, dude! As soon as you started telling it like you were a Hogwarts student, I was like, "Oh, this is great! I've got those too." <laughs> dude, that's amazing. That's amazing, DC. All right, let's hear it. You know who's a Ravenclaw? Here. Well, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways. Okay, this is my Slytherin pickup line. This is I'm Malfoy. I'm that big fat kid that eats the muffins and uh, I think that's Chamber. Okay. I'm going full Slytherin on this one. You go up to a girl and you say, Hey, are, are you moaning Myrtle? Because I want to take you to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> a little misdirection there. And then you have to explain what Myrtle Beach is because she's not from do. <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't think about that. That kind of totally takes no, but that away. No, the joke is the best part. You'll be fine. <laughs> You're right. Jokes that you have to explain are the funniest ones. <gasps> okay. I'll round this off. <clears throat> okay. Picture this. It's a normal day in the castle. <laughs> oh, You're walking boy, to class and one of your friends defendos your bag. It splits. All your books fall out. You okay. shoot a retaliation tickling charm that misses as everyone laughs and leaves you behind. You scoop up your books and put them in your arms and start to hurry to class, but you're going to be late if you don't find a shortcut now. It's McGonagall's Transfiguration. If you're late again, it's guaranteed detention with Filch, which means you'll miss the Quidditch match this Friday. You... <laughs> You're an you cannot be late. Then, yeah. almost like magic, one of the staircases moves <laughs> and presents itself as a clear, straight shot to where you need to go. You sprint, trying to get to the base of it before it moves again. And as you do, another girl rounds the corner. She's in your class. She needs the same staircase. So you hurry up together, shooting looks at her as you go. She's cute carrying her books in one arm and holding her robes up with the other as you both start racing to get up the staircase before class starts. You're running to the top of the staircase, desperately trying to figure out a way to spin this into a fun conversation before you reach the classroom door, when suddenly the staircase shifts again. You manage to catch yourself on the handrail, but the girl isn't so lucky. She trips, and her books go flying off the railing as she teeters backwards, about to fall all the way down and into the abyss. You snatch out a hand and grab her by the arm, pulling her to safety, not a moment too soon. And in the heat of the adrenaline, not even thinking about it, you say, wow, I can't believe you're falling for me already. (laughs) You're so dumb, dude. You're so dumb. You are so dumb. Oh, dude, I spent like 15 minutes typing that out. Dude. Dude, TC, you've knocked this out of the park. These are incredible. Oh. I'm very dude. Proud. That was so much fun. That, that's that was so much fun. I had I had a Wingardium Leviosa joke. I couldn't get it to work. I couldn't figure out how to work one out. We said Harry Potter quotes. So that was the first one I thought of. 
Me too. And I didn't know how to like turn it into a pickup line could, at all. I couldn't either. It was it was rough. Um, that was great, dude. Yeah, that was fun. Dude, great ideas. Uh, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. TC, that's all I got. That's all I got too. Um, maybe next week we'll have a goat. Maybe not. Uh, but oh, also I got a job. Hey, uh, dude! So I no way. Number, but it just went down a little bit. No way, dude. Yep. Let's go. Yep. So pumped about that. Let's go, dude. <laughs> I love that dramatic. You don't text me today. You don't tell me what happens. You <laughs> well, wait dude, about so... an hour and a half into the pod, and then you just <laughs> drop it in. Oh, I don't have anything else. Oh, one more thing. I gotta stop. <laughs> no. So we. Uh, they told me. 24 hours after the interview. And so when I right. woke up this morning, I just sat there waiting on the phone call until about like 11 and it didn't ring. And I was like, all right, well, if it was good news, they would have called me and just get out of the way. Right. It's bad right. news. They're waiting until the end of the day before they leave. And then, so yeah. they called me at like at four 30 and told me they were going to give me the offer. And I was like, thank goodness. Let's go, dude. Yeah. Let's go. How relieved I was you? so happy, like, dude. I was because I was just I was out here like pressure washing my annoyance away and not knowing, just yeah. like. And then I finally got the phone call. I was like, oh, thank, thank goodness. Oh, dude, congrats, my Thanks, friend. Dude. That's Thanks. amazing. Yeah, I'm pumped for it. Um, I'm so, dude. Being being in that limbo is the worst feeling. Like, I'm so glad you're out of it. It, it didn't, because, like, I told you I felt pretty confident yesterday in the interview. And then, like, today, I was, once it didn't ring, I was like, well, maybe I came off as arrogant. But yeah. I, I just saw, sat here, like, imagining having to go through more interviews and more applications. I was just like, I just, I couldn't, I can't do that again. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad I landed. Oh, let's go. Do you know when you're starting? Or not yet? Tentatively July 15th. Oh, dude, you still got a couple weeks I know, off. I know. So I'm about to literally go to the theater and just knock out all these movies I've been wanting to see. Because now dude, I can dude. just blow all my savings because I'll have an income. Dude, let's go, man. I, I, I have a weight off my chest now, too. <laughs> I don't, this is great. Now we can up our fancy buy-in because I have, I have a job. Now we can up our fancy buy-in. Oh, we can start betting on our Fortnite games. <laughs> yeah, because we're so good at that. Now things get real. Dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> did you see my text about playing a game with no guns? Uh, dude, let's try tonight. I'm down. I'm down. It's going to be so much fun, and we're not going to win a game. <laughs> I think it might just be you and me tonight. I think so, yeah. Uh, Arnold's at the hospital, and yeah. I don't know. Sean just doesn't respond to me. But, okay. all right, well, that's all I got now. And Okay, dude, ending it on a very <laughs> bright note. We let's go, will see you guys next week. Audio.